So welcome to another episode of the Take This Personally podcast, Roger North and Andrew McIntyre. So the uh, first two episodes were about money and, and happiness. And at the end of money, we were talking about trust in the system, because that's what money is all about, basically. So we wanted to do an episode about trust. And we were just, before we started recording, talking about that and go like, how can we fill 45 minutes? First of all, we don't need to fill 45 minutes. No. I mean, when we're done talking, we're done talking. It's not, a, it's not a, actually, and you're saying that, it's not about filling time. We're not doing this to fill time. No. <laughs> it's um, to waste time. But it's a, <laughs> it's a, no, but it's, it's an interesting subject because uh, there's potentially so much we could talk about it for, for a day and, yeah. and still be more. You know, when you think about all the, the sort of shitty, mendacious stuff that people are doing in the world these days, lies and lack of trust and gaslighting and alternative facts and all that kind of crap that has now become part of our it's spurred on by our vocabulary politics. yeah fake news when did that mm. you know all these sort of new words that we use or or we could talk about stuff more, a bit closer to home or just well, you me can i us. mean i think everything is it is scalable anyway yeah. and you bring up a good point because nowadays i mean there used to be a time where we would trust your government and trust the news and force society to work smoothly. You know, we have to trust that things are happening smoothly, that people do what they promise to do. Uh, now, in its uh, early 2021, in the Netherlands, the, uh, I don't know how you call it in English, but the government has been you know, dismissed. They all resigned. They resigned. I they resigned. Read just yeah. They resigned. Yeah. yeah. Over, um, what is it? Child allowances? Was some kind uh, of fraud, fraud. Was it benefit fraud or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. something around child child? Yeah. So what they did basically yeah. was like they they changed the way they detect and act on uh, probable fraud. So instead of actually figuring out what's going on, they just put you in a in a little box and consider you to be fraudulent. Instead of actually uh-huh. getting to the to the bottom of it, uh-huh. investigating it, investigating uh, it, with a consequence that a lot of people just had to pay back years, sometimes, and you know wow. it ran into tens wow. tens of thousands of of um, of euros, and for a lot of people, for most people, that you you can't do that, and uh, it's not just that they stopped with the benefit, but you had they had to pay back also. Turned out. There was a little bit of racism involved, of course. You know, people you with an say. old name, you know, they, they get priority treatment, so to speak. And nobody did something about it. Even after people were shouting, people were claiming stuff, getting their... their they were like, they, they cut these... If you say that we did what we did, we need re, we need information from that. We, we need proof that... So when the, the tax uh, department would give them uh, the people their proof everything was redacted so they really got like this 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 folder with paper where 80 percent of the information was redacted and you go like what are we talking we're talking about taxes we're not talking about national security or whatever yeah, you know yeah, we're yeah, talking about yeah. taxes the people just need help they just need to move on and it took years for some so there the trust completely completely failed 
and with dire consequences. I mean, you know, a, a government resigning is not a, a little thing. It's a big thing. And also, but on the scale of the people on the receiving end of that treatment, you know, they affects their lives, their livelihoods. Tremendously, horribly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they, next to the money that they have to pay back, they're not getting any additional uh, benefits, which yeah. everybody yeah, just, yeah. you know, uh, has a right to. And Are they getting compensation, these people that yeah, were... Now, yeah, okay, you now, okay. things start, you know, the ball starts okay. rolling and, yeah, it didn't go fast enough, of course. And, you know, people, the politicians were dragging their feet and all those kind of things. There's something honorable about that, though, that, that they've resigned. Because I think the trend these days is that, and this is, I think, why one of the many reasons why trust in our so-called leaders and betters has eroded to the point that it has, is that they don't, people don't do the honorable thing and go, you know what, hands up, I did that, I'll be responsible, I'll resign, you know that. So there is something honorable about the, the, the accountability Yeah, stuff. you say yeah, that, yeah. And, and on the other hand, in, the, in the, the report of the investigation, there were people named. Now, that person you know, made a mistake, sure. didn't go, sure. that person that, you know, that didn't go. And it ended up with Rutte, with the prime minister. Okay. Because he was, so first he's, of all, he's responsible for, for his cabinet okay, to begin so, with, for his ministers. Sure, okay. Secondly, he's been part of the, not like the investigative committee, or it was like the head of something somewhere along the line where there should have been something done about it and nothing happened. So he's been responsible for a, a number of, points but now they play the card that the whole government is responsible the whole government failed and that's convenient because now the government failed instead of one or two people individuals they're gonna get a kick in the nuts i get it i I get it i get it i get it and and we can have a both and i mean i think we can say the because the government has failed and this is this is the the difficulty that i find and why i'm disengaging with so-called news because it's systemic failures. It's not, yeah. it, it is individuals and individuals acting because the system allows it to happen. So individuals need to, you know, have some kind of sanction, maybe banned from public office or whatever, but something, but also the system, the system needs to go. The system is stacked against good practice. Well, that's the one good thing that came out of it that he was saying, yeah. like, clearly the system doesn't work the way it's supposed to because this never should have happened either mm-hmm. way. And there were a significant amount of people involved. So it wasn't sure. just him or whatever. I mean, it fairly, yes, it was on a grand scale uh, where different ministers, ministries didn't communicate with each other or the, the one person that was talking within that ministry, talking to the other one, didn't know each other or weren't whatever. And so, yeah, I mean, it's it's well, a, it's yeah. a failure on all all. It's kind uh, of like a fronts. symptom of of a lot of our systems at breaking point. You know, our, yeah, those sorts of things are kind of at breaking point, and we know that they're not fit for purpose anymore. But they're kind of they kind of keep trying to hold the systems together, and occasionally somebody will get named, and then they're sanctioned and you know punished or whatever. I, I'm not sure that's what's going to restore public trust in our institutions. I think something like the whole government resigning, and I get the other side of it. You know, like. So people are evading individual responsibility by saying it's the government's fault, but the government has resigned. That's what I mean. There's something kind of honorable about that happening. I would love for that to happen in this country. There's so many on a daily basis, on a daily basis, monumental failures 
You know, it was revealed yesterday that in the UK to be clear. Our, in the UK, the Home Office, it was revealed, accidentally wiped 150,000 criminal records from the police database. Oh, that's accidentally on a weekly sort of purging the system to delete unused, you know, useless files. Accidentally deleted 150,000 criminal records. No one's going to get any kind of punishment or uh, punishment is the wrong word, but any kind of retribution. You know, the Home Secretary, she's not going to be sacked. She's not going to be investigated. Nothing's going to happen. We have a, a whole government of clowns. It's a clown car. Mm-hmm. And, and, and sadly, the one with the most capability is the prime minister. He's the one with the most capability. We've got a clown car running this country. Yeah. And they just keep passing the buck or avoiding it. You know, we've had some monumental, idiotic decisions made over the last couple of years. And no one takes responsibility or gets sanctioned or sacked or and just carries on that's they amazing isn't carry it? on and and then and then they turn around and tell you and expect you to trust them and well, trust the decisions they make in the middle of two really really big things uh, economic collapse caused by the pandemic and the pandemic which is reaching dangerous levels now mm-hmm. currently we're at the worst part of the pandemic and it's yet to get worse in our hospitals we're supposed to trust these people. It's like, right, okay, we're in a crisis. Who do we trust to make sure that things are being organized? Well, when these things happen, well, nobody, really. Who can nobody. you turn to? Who should you Well, we were to told, you... for example, at the beginning of the, this recent lockdown, that no, stay close to home, stay local. So if you do your daily exercise, your one daily exercise, and by local, let's see if, that, if we can interpret that as meaning you, you start at your front door and you finish your exercise at your front door. So in other words, don't, don't go driving places. Mm to do your exercise, stay local. Yeah. Cause the virus is very, very transmissible and one in 20 people or so in London have got it. So just assume that everyone in London's got it. When you see people stay home the next day, Boris Johnson is seen miles from his house cycling around the Olympic park. Cause he wants to go to the Olympic park, breaking the rule that they are encouraging us to, to follow. And of course it's not law because they expect British people just to do the right thing. And then he's yeah, doing the wrong thing. Lead by example. Exactly. So why would we, why should I bother? Why should I trust? When should I trust them? But why should I bother? So it's basically come back to I'll trust myself. I know what I need to do to stay healthy and safe. So I'll just trust myself. Yeah. You, you render me speechless with these kind of things. Yeah, it's such I know. A, such an incredible level of, well, I, I don't know what to call it. It's not like it's maybe ignorance or stupidity, but it's like a combination of the two. I'm sure there's a word for it, might even be Shakespearean, but it's just like, I mean, why? That that, that just comes up. It, it just comes up like, why would you want to do that? I mean, how difficult is it to not do that, to choose to follow your own rules? Mm-hmm. How difficult is it? The The thing that gets me, though, and this is why I've had to slowly disengage from a lot of the new stuff, because then, of course, they're questioned on it the next day in the press conferences and things and they say they and they justify it they spin it and they say there's nothing wrong with it it's in line with the guidelines and i'm and i don't have any hair but i'm pulling out imaginary hair going how is that following the guidelines how is that staying close to home it's not well the rules are for thee and not for me yeah exactly yeah we know that now we know yeah yeah exactly and i'm i'm i mean taking boris johnson as a example when we're talking about trust Oh, that's a, a very bitter, thick, rough pill to swallow because it's just almost impossible to do because he just blows whichever 
way it suits him. And yeah, I mean, that's a big one. I mean, there's like other things, of course. I mean, it seems like how higher up you go, how more of the trust that needs to be there gets eroded. But that's the thing we don't see. It's eroded by their actions. You know, like if they come the next day and they go, you know what, hands up, I, I royally screwed up. You're absolutely right. I should have stayed at home. My trust would go up a little bit. You know, I, I it's see easy. humanity. I, we all fall short. We all fall short. We all sure. do things that break people's trust. But for me, it's when I get the justification that what I've done is there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, and I'm not, I, I'm not going to apologize because I haven't done anything wrong. And if you think I've done something wrong, well, that's your problem. Exactly. Think, well, no, no, no. You you have done something wrong. Yeah. You've broken trust. Over to you to repair the trust. What are you going to do to repair it? Well, exactly. I've done anything wrong. Well, if you don't think you've done anything wrong, you're not even going to bother and try and repair. So, fuck off. And you're not not suitable to 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 be in the office. No, no. You know, to to begin with, if you if you no. if you don't get it, then you shouldn't be there in the first place. Which exactly. is of course a different thing, but you know, it's a different thing. Yeah. Right. So the problem that we are the problem, the, the the thing that came up before we started recording was that you were saying like, well, if we talk about trust and we're going to take this personally, then we're going to talk about the trust that we had in people that was broken. Or or how trust or how trust is repaired and maintained as well. I mean, Maybe I that's better me, in it. I think, well, because the thing that actually interests me most is not because we all know how trust gets damaged. You know, we all fuck up. We're all humans. We're all we're all fuck ups in our own way. But the thing for me that interests me is like, so what efforts are made to repair? I was thinking because I was thinking about this episode about and I was like, one of the things that came up is like, is trust, is it given or is it earned? And um, I came to the conclusion that it's both. Depends that, on that's a really situation. really good question. So can can you can you answer that? Because I've got it just then. I've got a, a response in terms of how I relate to people. What what's yours? Do you? I believe that in order for trust to exist between two people, then you have to start somewhere. It's like a chicken and an egg thing. And exactly. So if I need to have a, a certain relationship with you, which is built on trust, which I guess most relationships are, then I need to give you that trust in order for you to be able to earn my trust. If I'm not willing to give you the trust, then it doesn't matter what you do, but you will never be able to earn it. So it's it's the, the first steps of trust is on one side to to give it and on the other side, the responsibility to earn it or to be more precise, you know, once trust is given, it's to the other party to not betray that trust because trust can be given easily. It's not, it's not a big deal, especially for the first time around. That's, that's just like, okay, this is the agreement that we have. This is what we're going to do. I trust you to do it. And that's it. Go and do your thing. Trust is given. And then, you know, the person, the other side, needs to do it and if they break that trust well then it needs to be earned back because then it's not given anymore yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i think for me the answer is, and you asked the question the answer that sprang to my mind is i i wonder sometimes if i'm overly trusting because i start my default 
starting point with people from the, you know sort of first encounter is I trust. And I've I think back to experiences in life where I think was I a bit of a fool? Was I just? But there's something about it when I also when I look back, I don't regret it because I think you know I'd rather actually approach other people with a with an attitude of trust rather than kind of put up a wall of mistrust it makes it difficult for the other person if i'm just always assuming that there's no trust it makes it difficult for you too it, it, yeah i mean it keeps people at arm's length absolutely yeah. yeah but i do wonder sometimes if i've erred on the side of over trusting not seeing red flags has been a thing that i've come to realize in the last couple of years that at the time it's a bit like there's or there's an alarm or some alarm bells going off in my gut which i think is i think all of us when you meet someone your gut sort of sends off a signal like there's a bell ringing or and there's times i've looked back and i've gone right early on i saw some red flags or i heard alarm bells ringing and i just ignored myself i just ignored my gut because particularly if other people were good with spin it with spin they could spin things around or justify or turn around, I'd go, oh, right, okay, okay. Inside still, my gut's going, run away. No, 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 it's a lie, it's a lie. But I think that's the thing I maybe, I, I, I think I err sometimes on. I think it's it's like, it, it falls into the same realm as a liar won't believe anyone else. Sure, absolutely. That, and that's, I've, I've experienced that, you know, when exactly. I realized like pathological chronic liars and it doesn't matter what I'd say. It really doesn't matter what I'd say, but I, it would, I would never be believed. And that's incredibly frustrating. So the answer at the end had to be just distance myself. Well, that's the consequence in the, in the yeah. longer term. Yeah. But it's like the, when I say a, a liar won't believe anyone else. I mean, I mean that this, it's the same thing with trust. A thief will exactly. always expect you to steal something. And somebody who never trusts anybody or dis, distrusts as a default won't accept the fact that you trust them yeah 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 and that keeps going around so being somebody who is puts trust front and center that's a good thing it's not a bad thing i mean you get hurt but that's just one of the consequences of you know being you i mean yeah yeah and i know that you get over hurt as well i mean i'd rather the occasional hurt and then because i know it, it comes and goes you you, you heal from it it, it goes I'd rather that than an abundance of encounters with other human beings that turned out okay. Because mm -hmm. if I start, you know, again, if my if my starting point is mistrust or people are morons or all people are liars, if that's my starting point, then I'm going to be pretty lonely in my life. I'm so, just going to keep people at arm's length. You will weed out the ones that you really need to avoid, but you're burning the forest. That's the one. Instead That's of just yeah. getting, you know, knocking down the dead trees. Yeah. And that, that's a bit of the downside of being distrustful to people. You cannot be really selective with trust. It's in your system. So either you do yeah. or you don't. And then the ones who do, they get mm -hmm. <laughs> the hurt mm -hmm. occasionally. And the ones who don't, well, they don't get hurt. Not, not as often. But they don't have the the uh, the other side of the coin either. I think it's the other side of the coin that often gets missed too. Like, oh, I don't trust because I've been hurt too many times. And I think, well, that may be. How many is too many times? Once? Ten? I don't know. But when you start with trust, how many times have you not been hurt? And have you had some really 
valuable, useful, loving, warm, whatever, friendly encounter with a whole bunch of other people. You know, like let's stop looking at the ones where it went wrong. Let's how about count the ones that went right? Again, looking at the whole and not the donut. There's actually quite an abundance of people if you start with trust. Exactly. And it's not just about romantic relationships. I mean it's no, 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 like, no. It, it's like almost like as simple as the person sitting next to you on a bus. You have to trust that that person is just riding your bus, riding you know the bus just like you. Just sprung to mind is an old story. I forgot this, but used this story years and years ago. Aesop fable. Aesop is sitting by the side of the road and the traveler walks by and says, I'm going to Athens. Tell me what the people of Athens are like. And he says, well, tell me what the people are like from your hometown. And I'll tell you what the people of Athens are like. He says, people from my hometown are lovely people, warm, caring. They give you the shirt off their back. And he goes, well, my friend, I'm happy to say that you'll find the people of Athens just the same. And then another traveler comes by and says, tell me, what are the people of Athens like? I'm going to Athens. He says, well, tell me what the people are like from your hometown. And he goes, they're all liars and thieves and they'd steal from you as soon as you turn your back. Don't trust them an inch. And he said, Aesop says, well, I'm sorry to say that the people of Athens are just the same. You know, it's about what we bring to it. Exactly. It? Exactly. It's a good one. And that's, that's, that, I think that's the crux of trust. Well, that's the thing about trust, right? I mean, it's, it's something that you as a person have to exude. Is that the word? Just start with it. You have to start. Yeah, you have to exude it. I think you have to start with it. It's like a pheromone. It, yeah, I mean, I think there must be something hormonal in there some way. But, the, you know, the oxytocin and serotonin and all that sort of stuff must must play a factor. But you know, like I experienced plenty of experiences of traveling in interesting places. And when I've felt worried or nervous or scared, people haven't been very approachable. I've tried to kind of chat with people. But if I've been relaxed and easy, and which probably kind of transmits on my facial expression, people are approachable and I seem to be more, you know, people will come up and have a chat and that's, which is one of the joys for me of traveling is just sort of chatting to people as you go along. Mm -hmm. But there is something about looking around and not feeling that feeling it's a dangerous place or these people are dangerous or they'll pickpocket you. And it's the, uh, like in, in the story in, and I've encountered that when I was really young, (laughs) I don't know very early 20s we were in amsterdam and that's not a dangerous town no and um especially not when it's light out you know those kind of things it's it that's totally fine but i was there with a cousin of mine and we were just walking towards central station in um over the canals and stuff and on our side of the street a little bit down the street there was this couple of guys and they were black dudes and my cousin just crossed the street in order to not have to pass them and Mm. i was like what the shit you know what was that (laughs) why you know what are they gonna do they're just standing there they're just chatting they're not like waving knives around or whatever they're not really they're just dudes you know so i just kept on walking you know over the sidewalk and got to them and i just get like hi and they just opened up and let me pass and just walked on of course and it's the same thing that trust breeds trust kind of thing of course and, it does and of course it does it's the other story that because in 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 the netherlands you have the moroccans and they just have a bad rap you yeah know, they've been giving a bad rap let me put it that way which is totally unfounded and it's just yeah i get it you find that in every country there's, there's yeah yeah it's just yeah, 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 yeah. it's it's horrendous it's just but anyway 
however it got there, the reputation is there. Mm-hmm. And so I saw an interview this years ago by now. And this dude was just telling you, look, I'm just standing on the street, on the sidewalk with my friends. We're just talking. We're not doing anything. We're just talking there. And there's this lady coming from the other side or coming down the sidewalk, sees us, crosses the street, then passes us and crosses the street back again and moves on. How do you think that makes me feel when somebody does that? How do you want me to act on that? What do you think the consequences are going to be on me when you keep doing that? Yeah, so not having that trust in people or that trust being shaped in a way that it shouldn't instead of actually knowing these people and actually walking up to them or just walking past them, realizing they just don't want to do anything instead of believing whatever populistic politician is like spewing out. Yeah. I mean, having your trust being shaped and formed by the opinion of others. Well, this is a big worry these days, isn't it? Exactly. Because politicians have relearned how to do that for their own benefit. For their own benefit. That's the thing. They've stopped. That's why I think for me, trust has fallen. That I don't see people doing it in the greater good. And by greater, I mean humanity, not just Mm. my local community or my country or whatever. I see things that are going on that are anti-humanity. And I don't, so I don't trust. Oh, you should, I see you're in that job for yourself. Or at least that's what it looks like. Or at least that's how you're behaving. Well, your yeah, actions are actions, right? I mean, yeah. it's just, you yeah, can yeah. say what you want, but yeah. if your actions prove differently, then it doesn't really matter. And I think there's a, like the parallel for me is it comes back to like the, the current sort of pandemic thing. Trust myself to keep myself safe and put my own guidelines. So I'll, it's simple. Wear a mask. Don't touch stuff. Don't touch my face. Keep distance. All that stuff to keep myself safe. I don't need someone to tell me that. And actually, if they tell me that now from tomorrow, actually, we don't need masks, like the Christmas thing, stay safe, don't go out, blah, blah, blah. But from five days for Christmas, you can do what you like, free for all. I'm like, oh, what's the virus is taking a holiday? Well, I'm not. I'm going to carry on as normal. Trust myself. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the same with the kind of those sorts of situations of discrimination. Don't listen to what they say. Don't feed into the, the, you know, the animal that says those people are bad. Trust ourselves. Trust one another. Counter other people. Yeah, and if you really want to know, then go talk to somebody. Well, exactly. You know, exactly. Not now. And there's something. There's no, not now, obviously, because we can <laughs> stay two meters apart. But, yeah, but like, there's some. There's something. There's something also that that gets through when you are in that position. Like I've traveled in some interesting places where I'm not. I'm not in the majority. You know, I am visibly the minority and I've been spat on and I've had people throw stones at me for no reason than my skin color. And I've lived in other interesting places in the world where you kind of on the day to day, you're on the receiving end of that stuff. And it's not until you go, oh, oh, I, I understand why you're discriminating. It's because of how I, oh, okay. Wow. And then you come back to your home country and go, I get it. I get it. Not entirely. I don't get your experience, but I get what it feels like. It's shit. Mm -hmm. To just where the starting point from the other person is, I don't trust you because of what you look like. Exactly. Wow. Being fed by... It's pretty fucking horrible. Yeah. (laughs) Being spat on was an interesting thing. You know, I was in my 20s and I was like, they they actually did just spit on me. 
they just they they actually just spat on me and i understood the language so they spat on me because i'm a quote westerner wow okay yeah. <laughs> that's fucking weird yeah <laughs> you know and i get where it comes from you know the suspicion that we have of other people because of what gets whipped up in media and stories and myths and things like yeah in some cases history and, and in some places in the world i bet it's even pretty well founded oh absolutely you know my and that's my worry these days is that we are trusting one another less we're trusting one another, you know and i notice that for example when i go out for a walk on my i lost a daily exercise the the thing i've heard recently is behave as if as if everyone in london has the virus that's kind of a good starting point just avoid people so i noticed that i'm doing the thing of avoiding people walking around them on pavement crossing mm -hmm. the street so that's not a great thing i hope one of the things we come out of this crisis with is renewed interest in one another and because i don't like this not trusting one another but you know when you see it now with the polarizing politically and stuff and on every level not just left right but vaccines anti-vaccines you can pick any issue and you get polarized not even a meeting where people debate and talk it through civil in a civilized way but just in some of the stuff i've read in recently in america it's scary sort of dangerous violency type scary that people think there's there's a civil war erupting i think well you the know, only thing that prevented that from happening was level of stupidity in the group from the leadership down it's just stupid people i mean and not by definition of their actions well that was stupid to do no they're just really unintelligent uneducated stupid people they lack the capability to organize themselves properly. Uh, I get you. I get you. Okay. And to to execute a proper plan, a proper strategy properly. I mean, seriously, they get to exactly where they need to be. If if you know, if I was in charge of that, it would have worked. There would have been a coup. And because shit. <laughs> I mean, it's literally to me, it's the only reason it didn't work and it's the only reason there's not going to be a civil war is because these people are just too stupid. They just make selfies of themselves, right? Uh, going like, "Hey, I, I'm here. I di I did this, and I'm proud of what it is that I did. Look at me." And the FBI goes like, "Okay, so you're fucked. You're fucked. You're fucked. You're fucked." <laughs> but the consequences of the, their actions that, uh, I must say, at the moment, from what I see, it kind of backfires. On all fronts. Well, I it's a I reckon it's a process. I reckon it's a pro I think these are little it, these are incidents, but you know that it, it, it's in the context of so many people. For example, so many people, so many people believing that the election, the recent election, was rigged, not a kind of a fringe, small group of fringe, sort of hardcore. I really want Donald Trump to win. I'm not going to take accept the truth, but so many people think that the election was rigged and that's a worry that they they have lost faith in their in their system mm -hmm. to actually deliver a fair result that's problematic if they don't trust the outcome of a fair election we're fucked and they're already beginning to emerge you can there i, I don't know there's a name that eludes me at the minute somebody or somebody's are organized and clever and know what to do and we've seen it in human history. There will be somebody, the first wave, are they like, is the kind of, it feels a little bit like the energy, the emotion. The second wave are the ones who've got the energy, the emotion, and the manipulative brain power to go, 
I'm going to harness this for myself. Yeah. That's the tricky bit, isn't it? That's the, tr- and, that's and the one that scares me. I mean, I, I, I have seen a couple of social media posts about a few people. They even looked apart. Yep. You know, I know that's difficult. It's, I mean, that's maybe generalizing or whatever, but we were having the discussion here at home and we're like, that dude just, he looks the part. I mean, he looks perfect, which is a good start. And if he's got the smarts and if he's got the eloquency that we have seen some people have in history, then that's that's what I'm talking about. Yep. That's what I'm talking about. Because one of the reasons that, and let's just name him. One of the reasons that Hitler got to power because he was such a good speaker. Yep. Whether it was like in the underground and persuasive or wherever he was, but as soon as he got a platform, he just, he just talked. And he made his work persuasive. He came across as sympathetic. He spoke a message that people were desperate to hear. That's how populism has worked all through history. Mm-hmm. That's how. And then works. all you need is just a couple of henchmen. Yeah, and, and so because you can't take direct responsibility for what happened, we've seen that recently. So yeah. So we're left with well, a situation a- of this void. Who do we trust? Do we trust the ones that promise an easy answer? Or do we trust the ones that look foolish, i.e. the Dutch government currently, and they all resign on mass? Well, look, they've all resigned. Yeah, but there's a bit of honor. There's a bit of honor there. You know, again, I come back to that, like, thank goodness. You know, I would, I would really, really have loved a politician in this country, in the UK, over the last four years to tell us a little bit of truth about what Brexit might look like. Just a little bit of truth that they could say, you know, we probably, we, we are going to take an economic hit. It's going to be like a slow leak in a tire though it's going to slowly deflate you're not going to it's not going to hurt but the, would would one of them say look we we know that it's going to affect this country and it's really important that we have independence and sovereignty that's the issue you know why wouldn't they just be honest with us i'd respect the ones that are honest and go i take your point the people that for example that voted to leave the eu who have a good in their mind a solid reason why, and they, I can hear the passion. I go, great, stand by it. I'm all up for debate. I'm all up for difference. I'm all up for people not voting the same. All up for that. Stand by it. But the ones who swallowed the lies, I have a problem with the liars. Not the ones who swallowed the lies, but the liars. Like, you weren't honest with us. And it's the same with the pandemic. You're not, you're not being honest with us. Tell us the truth. We're not children. Tell us that how bad it is. Don't don't exactly. keep saying, but we'll have a back in the summer. Christmas will be back to normal yeah. by Christmas, right up until just before Christmas. Oh, actually, you need to stay home. But you promised that Christmas would be normal. Yeah, I, well, actually, well, but there's a new form of the virus we've just discovered. Actually, no, you knew this. You knew this. You've known this since September. Tell us the truth, please. We're not idiots. We're not children. Be honest with us and stand up and say we fucked up and we will do our best to put it right. I'm just thinking that it's also very convenient that the government has resigned now. Yes. Because there's a lot of talk going. There was like a vote of no confidence. Oh, okay. All right. uh, For the health minister. Okay. Okay. On the whole handling of the the way they treated pandemic, which was like, you know, they were like two, three weeks late on every single fucking thing. It's everywhere. And they made promises they couldn't keep every time. That I think is even worse. The whole text thing and the 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 what you call it, the benefit thing. That's, that's the thing, but it doesn't 
hit everybody in the country. It's a relatively small group of people. It's horrible for those people, but still. But this pandemic, it hits everybody. And it hits the economy in a very long term. And so it's, I think maybe, and I might be wrong, and it will probably never be spoken out loud somewhere or whatever, but it's very easy to be a resigned government, you know, and then because we need to focus on this and this and this and that. Yeah, okay, sure. What about the accountability of your action yeah. during the yeah, pandemic? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. The the government is resigned and yeah, 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 yeah. Let's look over. Oh, look over there. That's, look over that's... there. Look quick. Look over there. Yeah, look, yeah. look, look, yeah, look, look, yeah. look, look, look. Yeah, no, I get it. I do get it. I, you know, and to be fair to all of them, there's no way I'd want to be in any position of any responsibility, like in a government right now, because you can't win. But I think we can safely say that, but that all governments acted too late. They, they acted too late. You know, that's the thing about being trustworthy means also saying, I know you're not going to like this, but this is the situation. Exactly. You're not children. We're going to talk to you as adults. This is how bad it is. So we all have to lock down now. We can't wait. We can't wait. And, and you're going to have people angry and all those kind of things. But especially in this yeah. case, if they would have done from the beginning being harsh lock things down hard the minute that they knew the minute that i knew for instance that oh this, this shit's gonna hit the fan the dutch government waited two yep. weeks yep and this has been like this from the get-go though hasn't and, it? and sure i mean whatever decision that you make then is gonna be met with a great deal of resistance because people are ignorant and they don't know yet but then it's your job to educate them yeah and then as it would have probably turned out a month later by the time that corona swept the world and people were waking up and going like oh shit that's when the trust element comes in because then people go like oh hang on but you told us that this was bad and you made us do this and and we were angry with you but now we understand yeah. why so please keep doing what you're doing in order to not make this worse while all time the government's only goal was to not have the ICUs. Yep. Uh, same here. That that's was the goal. Only that's the goal. And they won't goal. admit it. That's, and that's the other thing. I want them to admit, actually, our goal is to make sure our hospitals can cope. You know, be upfront. We have to make sure that the hospitals can cope and we can't shut everything down because otherwise the economy will collapse. And actually, our bank balance is in a pretty shit position so we can't shut the economy down we've got to find a way of making this this is why we're doing it i get your strategy fine i don't agree with it but i get it but they're not you know they're not doing that thing they release lockdowns they started lockdowns too early they release lockdowns too early they're sending people home now i mean i won't because you'll just be left dumbfounded again if i tell you some of the stuff that's happening this week <laughs> but it's yeah. just horrible and there is a country in the world that we know of that has managed to contain this thing and one of the reasons the way they contained it, not shut their borders, but they said, if you come into New Zealand, you will go into quarantine, full stop. You will go into quarantine. So they put people in quarantine. So every case, and apparently there are cases every week, but they're all contained in quarantine. They're not released into the community because there are people coming in mm -hmm. and out of New Zealand all the time. And they've also recently said that if you come to New Zealand, you will go to quarantine and you will pay for that quarantine. The New Zealand taxpayer will no longer quarantine you at our expense if you choose to fly to new zealand fine make sure you've got enough money for a two-week hotel stay because that's where you're going to be staying and then you'll be able to go out now only this weekend 
has our government decided that maybe doing that here would be a good idea? So we have, and it's been a, it's year. Been a year. And right back, I remember in February last year, when the cases were beginning to happen, I thought, wouldn't it be a good idea if they just sort of said, if you come to this country, you must have either a negative test, if they were a doable thing, or just quarantine everyone, quarantine everyone, tell people, if you come to the UK, you will be quarantined. We need to contain this virus. But that wasn't the strategy. It was, let's just make sure that ICUs don't get full. Yeah, and to me, the only reason why that was a thing is because um, we don't want people flooding out into the streets. Yeah. Because once the ICUs are full, then it gets messy and we don't want it to get messy. We need to wrap it up because we did manage the time. So trust, it's given, it's earned. It's taken. When it's broken, broken. it's going to be so much harder to get it back. And I think that's kind of, I think everybody knows that, by the way, because everybody experiences that. They break trust with someone and then it turns out that it's very difficult to get that back again. I'm grateful we had this conversation because it reminded me of that story about Aesop that I'd forgotten for years. I'd forgotten that story. It's such a lovely story. And now it is recorded <laughs> for prosperity. <laughs> yeah. Wrap it up. This was Take This Personally. If you have enjoyed this or not, whatever. But if you're here still, then you probably have. Just rate us and subscribe and those kind of things. You know how it works. Do your thing. Make us trust you. And until next time, this is Roger North. Andrew McIntyre. Uh, we have to work on the timing. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, we'll do yeah, that next we'll... time then. Okay. So stay safe out there. And until next time. Bye. Bye-bye.